0: it might be over. Of course, I'll believe it when I see it. Thanks to King Joe Biden, we might be able to eat, drink, and be jolly again without a mask. And maybe without vaccine passports. And maybe we can get closer than six feet together. I don't know. We're going to have to see. I'm not buying it yet. And all we have, you know, I take it back. We don't have to thank Joe Biden for this. We have to thank Canada. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Uh, So much news, so little time. Um, Good news is a lot of the stories that I had for today that I'm not going to be able to go over, um, I can do on Friday's stupid news of the week and oh, there's some stupid news of the week, (laughs) and trust me, you'll absolutely love it, but I think I've been putting off this story, I was supposed to talk about it yesterday, but the things I talked about seem like they're kind of important, so let's get it, let's get right into it, Um, I haven't talked about this much during the podcast, but if you follow me on Twitter, I've had plenty to say, um, and by the way, my Twitter is at Run and Fool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L, if you're interested at all. Uh, I should have talked about this on a podcast earlier, because it might be the single most important event in the last two years that include the BLM riots, it's more important than that, and shockingly, even January 6th. It is the Freedom Convoy in Canada. This is a a protest by the truckers against the mask mandates, all the mandates that the Canadian government has put on truckers. Now, let's go into the story a little bit, because I think the story is really important. And again, a lot of people know what's going on, but they may not know some of the details. The thing started about two months ago. The Canadian government, during the pandemic considered truck drivers essential workers and allowed them to travel in and out of the United States to do their job with no restrictions and immune to all mandates. They didn't need to be vaccinated. They didn't need to carry a vaccine card. They didn't need to test or anything like that. They didn't need to wear masks, which of course, wearing masks doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense when you're by yourself in a truck. There are a few problems here. First off, permit them to do their jobs. I think I said that. That's a problem. The government shouldn't be permitting anyone to do anything. The government should just stay out of the way and let people do what they have to do. outside. If it doesn't violate anybody else's rights, what I do should make no difference to anybody. And the other thing is, the government defines them as essential workers. Who is the government to say whose job is essential and whose job is not? This is what Canada has been doing. And if we thought it was bad in the United States, Canada is far worse. They're arresting people. They don't consider priests as essential workers in Canada. They've been arresting priests because they open churches on Sundays. Well, this caravan started in pro... Well, okay, Let's, let's first things first. Recently, the Canadian government decided to change the law. Canadian truckers would be allowed to leave Canada but could not re-enter without being without proof of being vaccinated. Now eighty-five percent of truckers are vaccinated. And it's not like they can just fake a card. They can't do that. It's a felony with jail time if you carry a fake vaccination card in Canada. So this wasn't an option. So Canadian truckers got sick of this and they said, no, I've got to be able to leave and come back just like we did the entire two years of the pandemic. And now you're saying we're not essential workers. So the truckers started the protest and they created a convoy that would drive through the capital of Ottawa and strategically clog up the border crossings into the United States. Now, how big was this trucker convoy? Well, let's let, let's give you an example. The longest recorded truck, uh, trucker convoy, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, was five miles long. This one is 40 miles long. It was huge. Their demands are simple. End all the China virus restrictions and give... No, no. Let's change that. Take back all the freedoms the government took away during the state of emergency. Essentially what the truckers wanted and the state of the emergency and let the truckers do what the truckers do. The re- response from the Canadian government to this has been so irritating that I've almost forgotten how funny it was. I mean, some of these things are actually quite funny how the government overreacts to this. First off, Justin Trudeau disappeared. Now the the capital of Ottawa, that's where Justin Trudeau is. He said he he just disappeared because he feared for his he feared danger for himself and his family and he just went into the basement. 3 days later after people pointed out that the Canadian president or a prime minister just took off and disappeared because truckers were protesting mask mandates and vaccine mandates. He finally said, "Oh yeah, by the way, I have COVID." Whatever. So, the federal and the state or in their the regional governments decided to outlaw the protest. But the problem is they really couldn't stop them. They weren't stopping. This was civil disobedience. They weren't going to stop. And by the way, the protest was peaceful in Canada. There were there was no violence. There was no vandalism. Nothing happened. They weren't burning buildings. That's going to be important later. So then the Canadian governments decided, okay, we'll we'll tow the trucks. Then they ran into the huge problem: is there are too many trucks. They couldn't actually tow 40 miles of trucks. So, and then they couldn't get the tow trucks in. So that that ended up being thrown into the gutter. Um, then they claimed that is this was a fringe minority, that we should just ignore it because it was a fringe minority. Well, pictures out of Canada showed that thousands, tens of thousands of people were supporting these drivers. So suddenly this wasn't a fringe minority. Basically what they tried to do is demonize these truckers. And it wasn't working because people who were not truckers were going out to support them, giving them food, it turned out later giving them gas. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. So there was a lot of things that people were were helping. They all believed in this garbage. They believed in this crap. They decided, matter of fact, people who weren't truckers decided to raise, uh, start a GoFundMe page. And they raised $10 million on GoFundMe in support of the truckers. And then the Canadian government contacts GoFundMe to kill the account because they said that this was violence. By the way, no violence ever happened. GoFundMe killed the account. Then they said they were going to withhold the money and give it to and distribute it to charities that they chose. By the way, that's fraud. You can't do that. It's illegal. Uh, they GoFundMe found that out. They. Decided to just give the money back to the people who who um, uh, the people who donated to the site. By the way, this is a completely different story. GoFundMe is now being investigated by Congress for fraudulent practices and contradictory practices. We'll probably have to have a a a podcast about that because now there are other like Airbnb just suspended. Uh, Michelle Malkin from being able to rent a house not exactly sure what that's about well I know what it's about but not exactly sure why Airbnb decided to go woke and they they rent houses that's what they do they rent residences so this is an entirely different story then um the government of Canada threatened to call the military they quickly changed their mind on that because god how would that look if the military was called in to a bunch of people who decided to uh, uh, protest. And then just a couple of days ago, they they sent police out to confiscate the truckers gasoline. That's right. They are going in and trying to take away gallons of gas. So the truckers don't have a choice but to quit. A couple of problems with that. There are too many truckers to steal gasoline. Truckers are not letting them take the gasoline and those citizens that actually support the truckers, giving them food, giving them water, giving them what blankets, whatever they need, they're also giving them gasoline. So that wasn't working. Probably the funniest occurrence, of course, is is Justin Trudeau disappearing. He won't deal with them. He'll deal with BLM. He likes BLM. He said this. Uh, He threatened the group. He threatened this group who are protesting through civil disobedience. Nothing is working. He won't talk to them, he won't go near them. So he did what the left typically does they go to their playbook. And here's Justin Trudeau giving his assessment during a debate in parliament. Now, I I personally love the way they do this in Parliament. Everyone just screams at each other. Um, They do that in Canada too. They do that in Britain. I I love that stuff. You don't hear any of that screaming. If you heard his entire speech, you should have heard what the Conservatives were doing. So, here's here's him delving back into the leftist playbook.
1: People of Ottawa don't deserve to be harassed in their own neighborhoods. They don't deserve to be confronted with the inherent violence of a swastika flying on a street corner or a confederate flag or the insults and jeers just because they're wearing a mask
0: that's right they're racist and bigots they're all white supremacists they're carrying confederate flags and Nazi swastikas and things like that how evil these protesters are By the way, why in the hell would a Canadian trucker carry a Confederate flag in Canada? Yeah, in other words, it's all BS. It's all lies. By the way, the truckers were... There was a law passed that said the truckers couldn't honk their air horns during a certain time, and that the truckers said, okay, we won't do that, so they're just playing music. I mean, this is the evil vandals burning down buildings protesters they won't honk their horns and they've just gone to playing music i also want to i also want to point out that in canada these guys are not harassing anybody as a matter of fact most support the truckers and the people are being harassed not by the truckers. They're being harassed by the government of Canada. The government in Canada forces them to wear masks. They're being forced to take an experimental vaccine that, by the way, doesn't stop the virus. If they don't take the vaccine, these people are not allowed to go into businesses or even go into a movie. They can be arrested for not showing a vaccine card. Who is harassing who? The media is spreading Trudeau's message. Um, They're worried because they're afraid that these protests in Canada will start spreading through the United States. Similar protests, similar convoys are already happening in Australia, New Zealand, and through a bunch of countries in Europe. The plan here in the United States is also to create a similar convoy. A convoy is already being put together to travel all the way to the capital, Washington, D.C. Here's a little compilation of the media reports within the United States. This is from Fox News show The Five, and it pretty much gives you an idea what the U.S. thinks about, what U.S. mainstream media thinks about this.
1: Just think of the language, I know it sounds familiar to you, right? A threat to democracy, a, an insurrection, sedition. We've heard it called a nationwide insurrection. The
2: movement is being called an insurrection by some, paralyzing the Canadian capital.
1: Those with the so-called freedom convoy say they're staying put. It's a cult. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: Okay, I have some things here. First off, here the terms, a threat to democracy, sedition and insurrection. Does this sound familiar? Even the media doesn't know where to go with this, so they're going back to the same old playbook, the same old terms they think will work, and by the way, they never work. As far as Joe Scarborough calling this a cult, he doesn't seem to understand. People like me see the whole COVID restriction thing as a cult. The mask is the uniform, the government provides the commandments, and Tony Fauci is the high priest. I, it, it's, it's become insanity. I mean, they're, they're telling us now, they're still giving us advice on masks. One of the pieces of advice they, they're talking about is putting a pantyhose over your mask so that it holds the mask in tight to your face. That's sick. Finally, what science is being followed by the left? They didn't mention science, but you know that that was out there. Johns Hopkins has said the lockdowns are far more damaging than good. That only 0.2% of deaths could have been prevented with the lockdowns. The face masks don't work. Even leftist media like CNN and MSNBC are saying that right now. There are studies that show it. Face masks have even shown to be damaging physically, socially and developmentally to our children. Which means if we're doing this, knowingly doing this, we're committing child abuse. The stats show that those who have died of COVID average between four average four comorbidities. Which means they have diabetes, they are overweight, they have heart conditions, they have other conditions that make COVID, that really, they have lung conditions. They have conditions, and it's usually multiple conditions, and it kills them. And by the way, um, I'm vaccinated and I caught COVID. The vaccines don't work. They may help lower the chances of hospitalization and death. But they're not preventing COVID. I don't want to hear the science from the left anymore. Well, guess what? No one's listening to the media or the government anymore, especially in this country. Here's a little clip of the truckers, of a trucker being asked if his protest is hurting his own kids. Because this reporter knows what's better for his own kids than that trucker does. And this is a way to demonize that trucker, make him evil. The trucker had a little message for him, and he actually reversed course of this interview. He didn't let that reporter take control. And this clip is long, but I think the message is important. So we'll, we'll play the entire clip. Listen. Hello
2: that So you're like, saying that my teenagers are
0: threatened for
1: being in Ottawa. Is
0: that well, what you're telling I, me? Answer, I, I, answer my question. We've all
2: answered questions. You answer mine. Are my, work, are, are,
1: my, are my children in danger uh, for being uh, in, uh, in uh,
2: Ottawa? Are
1: my children in danger for being in Ottawa?
2: Well, it, it sounds uh, from uh, uh, my
1: uh, understanding uh, of the Children's Aid
2: Society Are my children in danger for being in Ottawa right now? Tell me yes
0: or no. By in danger. I you tell me you're coming hey, here I trying to say that the children fact that are in the danger. Aid are, is getting involved you got the like inside scoop because you guys are the messenger for the devil. You tell me right now, are my kids in danger for being here? Should I send them on the first train out of town? Well, tell me now.
1: It sounds like the Children's Aid Society is saying that. They so are you're saying involved. that my
0: kids are gonna get hurt? I'm not saying anything. I don't know well, the need... that they put out the statement
1: that I'm looking for your reaction. So you so you want you're telling me now that I should be getting my kids out of town? No, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not telling you anything. The OCB's gonna come in here and do what to my kids? What are they gonna do? What? Because you don't give a shit about nobody. All you care about is your paycheck. You sold your soul a long time ago. You sold your soul a
2: long time ago, and you sold your soul a long time
0: ago. You work
2: for the devil. That's who you work for. That's
0: who you work for. That's your boss. I'm here to talk about this thing. I'm telling you. Are my kids in danger in this city right now? I don't know the future. Like, I don't know. I mean, all I can tell well, you is... Well, then why like, are you
2: coming here trying to act like I, you're, you're concerned about docu- kids? I'm here to document... I have two teenagers here this. that are in my car. Are they in danger? Yes or no? I don't... talking to the media. I
0: don't... I don't... Yes or I don't, no? I don't know what the future brings. I now don't... go fuck yourself then. I'm telling you. Okay. Remember when Trump called the media the enemy of the people and the media ripped him for it? Does it sound like that this trucker thinks much differently of the media does it sound like this media person basically the truck driver is saying are you threatening my kids and the media person doesn't deny he's not threatening his kids he just said oh i don't know what could happen does that sound like that this media person is not i would take it the same way It actually kind of sounds like you're threatening my kids. What's the story with that? Conservatives are getting really tired of being demonized. And I'll go a step further. I don't think it's conservatives anymore. I think it has to do with everybody who disagrees with anyone left of Hillary Clinton, right of Hillary Clinton. You're demonized. You're called a Nazi, you're called a a Confederate, you're called a white supremacist, you're called a bigot, you're called a homophobe, you're called a racist, you're called everything. People are getting tired of it. No, I just want to be able to drive across the border, drop my crap off, and drive back without having to go through all this extra crap or be vaccinated with a vaccine I don't trust. That's what I want. But I'll tell you one thing, the media is evil. I do, I, and I know I'm not the only one that sees them as evil. They are continually lying. And they're lying for personal agendas. I mean, we can look at, at CNN. With as messed up as a company as that is right now, they still are defending their own. Because they are part of the team. They're part of the big people. They're part of the elites. And those elites have done things they shouldn't have done. You know, like pedophilia, a little crap like that, nepotism, corruption. They've done these things and they can't understand why everyone's throwing a fit about it because they're the elites and they think we need to follow the rules. They don't have to follow any rules. Okay, well, here's here's the thing. I think we're going to have a pandemic in the United States. And it's going to be a pandemic for Democrats. It's not going to be a pandemic for Americans. It's going to be a pandemic for the left and the Democrats. And that pandemic, that virus, is called freedom. One thing that bothers me about the protests in Canada and throughout Europe and Australia and New Zealand is that we haven't done this in America. Americans, before we were Americans, fought a revolutionary war against the biggest military power in the world at the time of 1776 over attacks on tea. Now, I know the Revolutionary War was a little bit more complex than that, but uh, the reality is that was part of the problem they had. People today don't seem to recognize, I'd say probably 40% of the country still don't recognize that rights are being taken away being stripped away, all in the name of this pandemic. Well, there's a reason that Democrats are beginning to realize, oh, Lord, we need to put this country back together. Because, yes, there are 40% of the people in this country that agree with everything the government's doing during this pandemic. That means there's 60% of the population of the country that does not agree with what the government is doing during this pandemic. And it's becoming very clear that the Democrats are going to have to change their strategy. So here's Lena Wen, a medical correspondent for CNN, and she says something that I got to tell you, I was really surprised about, especially since like, I don't know, two days ago, she was telling everyone that needed to get vaccinated and we needed to, to have vaccine mandates and we needed to have vaccine passports and we needed to continue masking literally two days ago. She said this, listen to what she says.
1: Do you agree with the move? I do. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions, but when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people are around you are not wearing masks if you wear a high quality mask that also protects you the wearer too and so in this case i'm not saying i don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school rather it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that their child can wear a mask if needed
0: oh my god conservatives and classical liberals have been like Joe Rogan have been saying this for over a year. All these restrictions seem stupid and pointless, even damaging. And all the science that this broad brings to CNN doesn't point to it being helpful. Also, she said the science changed. Um exactly how has the science changed? It's been the same science the last I checked for the last year. That's why conservatives and classical liberals were asking why we needed all these restrictions. Joe Rogan's classical liberal. We have been saying that parents should make the decisions from day one. Biden said two months ago that federal government should have can do nothing about any of this. That the federal government... Can't stop the virus, that the virus is here, and the states need to do something. Well, the states are doing, well, the blue states are doing exactly what the federal government told them to do, and it's still not working. The other problem is with what she says Florida and Texas have been open, Florida, Texas, just two states, have been open for over a year. They don't have the problems that California and New York and New Jersey have. They don't have any restrictions. Why is that? Why is it the oldest state in America, Florida, doesn't have more deaths than California? Because they did it right. They let the people. Hey, listen, this is the reality. Omicron, if you're old, you've got comorbidities, you could die. If you don't get vaccinated, if you don't use a mask, or you don't stay indoors, all this could happen. And what happened? But it's your decision. And what happened? People made decisions. And it's looking like they, for the most part, made the right decisions. And finally, she's just lying. Masks don't work. We know this already. They're saying it on CNN. They're saying it on MSNBC. Sanjay Gupta on CNN, the same network that she's representing, said that masks don't work. So why is she pushing masks? You want to wear a mask? Wear a mask. Who cares? Don't force me to wear a mask. The reality is the pandemic is an opportunity for what Glenn Beck called the Great Reset. And the only reason I say Glenn Beck called this the Great Reset is because he wrote a book on it. It's been called the Great Reset's been around for a while. The, to, the goal of the government is to use this pandemic to con- transform the role of the government To be the family and the God of the people. To create dependence on the government. To strip away our freedoms. To clear a path for the government to control. To shape the culture. To create divides amongst people. So that there will not be a great revolt from the majority. Which would be made up of all races, creeds, and classes. That's why the Biden administration is working so hard to get rid of guns. Because that control can't be had if people can fight back. And guns are the biggest threat. Guns in the hands of a law-abiding citizen. The left has seen what happens when guns are taken away from populations in countries like Venezuela, Venezuela, Australia, and New Zealand. What happens in Russia and China they like that yes i know venezuela is a disaster um i don't know have you checked out the shelves in your supermarket lately they're getting kind of closer to venezuela i don't think the government really thinks that australia is a great socialist province i think they think venezuela is But Democrats are having some problems here. It's not all fun and games for them. They're getting killed in the polls and they're going to get their asses kicked in November. There's very little question about that. All their attempts to change the voting laws so they can cheat a little bit is gone. And yes, they cheat. They also are being threatened by protests in this country. That is going to create an image that is not going to be very popular popular with the mainstream media and make Democrats look worse. So, hey, how about lifting the COVID restrictions and then giving credit to King Joe Biden? So California, Connecticut, Oregon, Delaware, New Jersey, and today New York have decided to lift mask mandates. Mind you, California and New York still require masks in schools. I think Personally, I would rather wear a mask to Costco than have my kids wear masks to schools. But I, I, hey, you got you to gotta take the good with the bad. So all these states, except California, which is going to lift their restriction on February 15th, have decided they're going to lift their restrictions in mid-March, March 15th. The question you should be asking is why? Why wait till March 15th? What's the difference? Listen to Hakeem Jeffries and we'll come, we'll be able to come to the answers and see what the Democrats' ploy really is.
1: Because I think
2: you hope that we are perhaps reaching the end stages um, of
0: having to have these, these health measures in place. And then for Congressman Maloney, politically speaking,
2: um, do you believe it's important for Democrats to be seen as moving on to the pandemic or, or putting it behind
1: them ahead of the midterm?
2: Well, here's where we are uh, in America. Uh, Job creation is up. Wages are up. Unemployment is down. And the Omicron variant is in retreat. And that's not by accident. That's because under President Biden's leadership, a public health infrastructure was put into place, beginning with the American Rescue Plan, without a single Republican vote to ensure that we can do everything possible to crush the virus. And that is what has been happening. Through the trials and tribulations of a -a once-in-a-century pandemic, through the Delta variant, now through the Omicron variant. When President Biden took office, there were 2 million Americans fully vaccinated. One year later, more than 200 million Americans fully vaccinated. That doesn't happen by accident. Because President Biden and Democrats in the House and the Senate have leaned into the science, to the evidence, to standing up a robust public health infrastructure, and now we are seeing the fruits of that work.
0: Okay, so I, I, I'm going to cuss. I, I'm going I'm to use a cuss word. And i like to warn you before I use the cuss word. So I'll give you three, two, one, to turn this down. Everything that guy said, every sentence that that guy said is bullshit. Not one sentence that guy said is true. Everything, And by the way, I can't tell if he, with Hakeem Jeffries, I think he's doing it to gaslight the population. I'm not so sure Biden doesn't believe this because he's just out of touch, but everything he said was wrong. Every word of it was wrong. Now I could go into this And try and explain everything. I don't need to. I don't need to. Because I think it's it's been repetitive. And I I just don't see the point. I'm running long. So. The main point that this guy is trying to make. Is that King Biden. Defeated the virus. Now mind you. Joe Biden said. The federal government. Couldn't defeat the virus. He said this. He said this like. Two months ago. And that's why he was kind of pulling away from mandates. But no. Hakeem Jeffries is now saying. Joe Biden has defeated the virus. So. Here's, here's the answer to the question. Of why. Democratic states. Are going to stop. Dealing with ma- mandates. Until March 15th. You hear the secret. Joe has a State of the Union. King Joe has a State of the Union on March 1st. What you're saying? Gene, you are so cynical. No. I bet you a dollar. A shiny... I, I don't bet you a dollar. I don't have that kind of money. Um, I bet you a shiny penny. King Joe will declare the pandemic over on March 1st. And us dumb serfs will just cheer. Now, Joe Biden still has problems when a lot of the population might accept what he says. I don't think they're going to, but they might. Here are some of his problems. I haven't worn a mask in California. Maybe I've worn one twice since the restrictions were put back in place. That's because businesses aren't listening to the mandates. Most people aren't listening to the mandates. I can walk into my grocery store right now without a mask. Even though California has a mask mandate. Until February 15th. And it's February 9th. I don't even carry a mask with me. I go to gyms. I go to theaters. I go wherever I want. They're not listening. Especially businesses. They want people to come back. The leftist base For Joe Biden is not going to like this. They're not going to be happy. The left sees the pandemic as a chance for the great reset. They want this to happen. And now Joe Biden is threatening to throw it away because Joe Biden's worried about getting elected. Joe Biden is worried about losing the Senate and the House. He's going to lose the Senate and the House. Let's call it now. If Republicans don't F this up, he's going to lose the Senate and the House. And by the way, Republicans are effing it up. And <laughs> we'll talk about that later but the uh, in another podcast. But the, the Republicans are effing this up. Okay. And this isn't going to be embraced by leftists who are still... The real serfs that are following these masks and, 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 co- and um, vax mandates. They're going to be pissed that they've gotten 17 jabs and wear a mask everywhere. And then the president says, oh, by the way, you don't have to do that anymore. They're going to be pissed. Finally, what Hakeem Jeffery said, he has so many lies in that speech by itself, lies that show that he's out of touch. Or he's lying that no one believes his crap. Suddenly he's changed his mind, Joe Biden. What a coincidence that King's Joe's approval ratings have dropped to 36%. By the way, 30% for COVID response. Some polls have him below 30% for his COVID response. Then he drops all restrictions. Hmm is that cynical or is it true? He had to do something to kind of bolster his, uh, his, his poll numbers. He even thought for a second, maybe one way I can bolster my poll numbers is get involved in the war between Russia and Ukraine. That's pending, but I don't think that's going to work because 50% of the population says we should have nothing to do with Ukraine whereas the other 50% is saying well we should do something about Ukraine but too late now you should have done it 2 months ago when Russia started building up forces on the border of Ukraine so we'll have to see okay so go visit my website dumbassestalkingpolitics.com got a stuff there got a ton of stuff there I will be doing a shorter podcast tomorrow uh, because there's so much news to cover, and of course, I've got a ton of stupid crap on Friday in the news. It it, it seems like I always have ten or twelve stupid ass stories to talk about, so we'll have to see. Okay, this is Gene, and you've listened to dumbasses talking politics.